Hey guys, welcome back to your mom's favorite place to be. We're your hosts, Edward, Anthony, Noah, and recently deceased Alex. We are in the fifth season of the Hooligan Hangout, your one-stop shop for entertainment news and movie reviews. All right, guys, that being said, it's time to hang 10 with your top entertainment news of the week. (laughs) Wait, hold on. (laughs) Oh, sorry. No, I got scared. I thought I deleted one of the pieces (laughs) of news. Okay. Wait a minute. There's only nine. Right. Uh, Hang nine, I guess, guys. Anyways, um, all right, HBO Max has just confirmed that there's a series based on the Justice League Dark character, Madam X, and it's currently being developed right now. Who that? Interesting. She's basically like a magic character. Oh, those are my favorites. She what? Me too. But Constantine's the goat. It's the goat out of all the magic characters, and I cannot be convinced otherwise. You He's see, like that's the Deadpool I'm... of DC. Honestly, I feel like that's why I like him so much. What about uh, um, Doctor Fate? Um, Doctor Fate, yeah. He's oh. cool, but Constantine just has a cooler personality, you know. I hope Black Adam sets he just up. Just walks Dr. up Fate. and just like, "Oh, right, Mike, fuck you." <laughs> Can you imagine? And then he just throws some salt at a ghost and be like, "Eat that, dickhead!" <laughs> <laughs> you saw a Captain Boomerang. <laughs> oh no. It just jumped to 51 minutes. Okay, that's okay. Huh. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so I had it. So this is just one of the many shows they're developing. And then I don't know if y'all heard, but like the the, the Batgirl show is looking for to recast Jim Gordon and the new Batman. Or no, no, I think it's just Jim Gordon. It might be new Batman. I don't know. Anyways, it's going on to my theory, guys. They're building from the multiverse outside in. Oh, Honestly, I thought that's what they had planned to do. Like, do a big team-up movie, give them all their solo movies, and then it, the next team-up movie will feel, like, really crazy. As it should, because most of the villains in DC, like, require a lot of work. <laughs> Plus, that's how, that's how it's always been in the comics, too. Like... It just makes sense, you know, that instead of a bunch of individual people going around doing their own crap and then all realizing, hey, maybe we should work together. It would make more sense that there's a bunch of, like, superpowered people that just kind of, like, exist but don't really know what to do with it because they're scared, you know, and then have a purpose to use them, not just use them quickly and then just be like, all right, cool. Exactly, yeah. and then whatever flops, whatever works, that's what they'll go yeah, with. Because this way, they have like a reason to like step forward and like put themselves in the spotlight, you know. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel's done so good that they can just head into the multiverse and basically throw us into whatever timeline they want. I feel but... like the Marvel multiverse is way more messy than the DC sometimes. Oh, I, for sure. But I mean, it just. What DC's I mean, doing, I like, like you said, like they're trying to familiarize us with different timelines, different characters, because they even confirmed like uh, the Batman is on Earth too or whatever. So they're already like getting in the well, field that, and the, I'm sure the Joker's thing is in they, another universe. They're thinking they, ahead. Well, I don't the think thing is, it. they already did that with the CW shows, because during the Crisis of Infinite Earth, literally every single DC movie from the classic Wonder Woman and Adam West Batman all the way up to the new Titans show, they all appeared as part of the multiverse like that confirming is everything is all in the big multiverse exactly but 
look how much payoff it went that you you knew all of the characters that appeared. Mm-hmm. You're not just learning exactly. like Marvel's doing. They're they're making you um go head first and learning the characters as they go. Like one mm-hmm. by one. Pretty much, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, they both have different ways, but we'll see how it goes, I guess. All right, uh, for you Supernatural fans out there, there is a prequel titled The Winchesters that's currently being worked on by the CW. The Winchesters, ooh. Uh, Jensen Ackles is also going to direct, uh, not direct it, narrate it. Interesting. CW is doing a lot. The only thing that I've seen of Supernatural is the Scooby-Doo crossover. Really? I've only seen, like, the first episode of Supernatural. I only saw the Scooby-Doo crossover, and from that, I was like, hmm, I should watch it. And then I saw how many seasons it had, and I was like, hmm, That's what I'm not. saying. It's a, yeah. mega, it's a mega turn <laughs> off. Put me off. It's what keeps me from watching Game of Thrones, too, because I'm like, oh, everyone said it was great. And then I look at it, and I'm like, God, that sucks how long that is. It and is. And then seeing that the last season sucked, I was like, it's really not even worth it to watch 13 seasons or whatever. And, it, like, and ridiculous the episodes amount, are just long for as fuck. Yeah, just for it to end like shitty. Like, why would I want to? The thing with <laughs> Game of Thrones, though, is you have to get super invested because everything's like very, very thought out and it's like complicated. You know, it's like all intertwined. Dude, you should have seen me in the, when I was watching the first season, bro. By the by, like the fifth episode, I was like, okay, uh, this family is here. Right. This guy does this. You have to, this like, guy is over here. Yeah, it's fucking. It gets so confusing, bro. And that was mm-hmm. only in the first season. Honestly, that's why. It, I didn't watch Lord of the Ring movies because I watched like two of them and I was like, uh, I like half remember reading a book and then wanting to kill myself. <laughs> no, Game of Thrones is more confusing. But I mean, I but I feel like once you like get in the groove of what they're like the how like linear their linear storytelling and where they're going, yeah, and yeah. how they're it's simple pacing that. it, yeah, you're like, okay, I got it. You really it's just like got the same thing it. for me with like the X Men movies too. I was always uh, like, "All right, this timeline's retarded. I don't get it," and then I never watched them again. That's why I was always confused. I've watched like the first few X Men, but then like I see trailers for the new ones, and I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> like, how did he get so young? Yeah, I'm like, bro, he was guy? old as shit. What the fuck, bro? Magneto? What the? Yeah, dude. Just fucking crazy. Anyways. Um, the Knives Out sequel has just added two more um, talented actors, Ethan Hawke and Jada Pinkett Smith, and it has also uh, started filming. Bro, I'm so excited for that. Back. I mean, it's back. Dude, me too. I'm so happy they're doing like a brand new cast, just because it just it'll feel fresh. Jada Pinkett Smith is the new James Bond, by the way. Really? Pardon? I don't. She's, huh? Yeah, she's gonna be the new James Bond. No, no hmm. way. Yeah. Wait, why? No, wait, not her. Sorry, different lady. I was about to say. Yeah, me too. I was like, bro, she ain't that famous. Sorry, in my head, I don't know. I just got them, like, so confused. My bad. You're talking about that other lady, right? Yeah. I honestly forgot her name. I'm sorry, but... Yeah, she's taking over. Lashana Lynch? Yeah. And it's because they're both good actors. Because I like what... I, I don't know. I like what they're both in, so... No, you're good. So anyways, there's that. Fuck that uh, entanglement. (laughs) Well, support my boy. Dumb bitch. All right. (laughs) Moving forward, um, Charlize Theron has just confirmed that the old guard is moving forward with a sequel. 
And and turn off. Yeah. And turn off. Cancel Netflix subscription. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, you guys, if you haven't heard our review of the first movie, go check that out after this one. But I really did not like it. So I would honestly take a prequel over a sequel. Yeah, that would make more sense. I liked it, but after our discussion, I don't like it as much. <laughs> Wait, Basically, I ruined the movie for everyone. Which is why <laughs> we have our discussions to Very true. communicate with each other. Anyways, there's that, so uh, not looking forward to that. Next, um, this is also regarding Charlize Theron and her character Cypher from Fast and Furious is getting a spinoff. Why? More of that. She's Which, already uh, the worst yeah. character in the movies. She does not need a spinoff. Just leave it alone. Now, Edward's the Fast and Furious guy here. I'm rewatching him right now, um, guys, but I am really excited to watch Hobbs and Shaw when I get there. Hobbs and Shaw is one of the better movies in the franchise. Honestly, that's one of my favorites. It just looks like a lot of fun. And if you guys don't know, we have a new TikTok. The Hooligan Hangout, check out there, and I will be putting a quick little, you know, one-minute review of the new Fast and Furious that came out on there. So if you want to hear our thoughts, I thought that was on Instagram. at least mine, I'm going to do a short one on TikTok and then a long, like a, like a normal one that we do here, that'll be on our Instagram at underscore the Hooligan Hangout. That's smart. We'll do like a five-minute review on Instagram and like a minute review on TikTok. Yeah. So if you guys are looking forward to that. We'll have that for you. But uh yeah, no cipher. Honestly, I don't even know how they how they do a spin-off of her if it doesn't if it's not a prequel. You can spoil because it. Because from care. the because from the moment she's in the movies, they always tell you where she's at and where she's been. So like it doesn't make sense to give her like like, it would have to be like an origin story for her, honestly. Origin story. Yeah, because I think other than that, like the I feel like really they keep a good tab on her since she's been introduced in the movies. So she ain't got family, I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's why she keeps taking that L, bro. <laughs> Moving on, uh, Zack Snyder is ready to direct his next movie, which is a sci-fi adventure film, which was also a rejected Star Wars idea, and is going to be called Rebel Moon. It's going to be exclusively on Netflix, as his Army of the Dead was. And uh, judging by just uh, the title of the movie, it's, it sounds like a rip-off. <laughs> Why is Zack Snyder doing all this stuff? He could, like... He's a director. What do you mean? He's making paint. I guess. He could be Because making... he's enjoying think... doing it? I don't know what you mean. Like, he wouldn't do it if he didn't enjoy doing it. Like, clearly, that was the whole reason he ditched Justice League the first time was because he had stuff going on and he wasn't feeling it, so they passed it off. Or he ditched it because his daughter died. What do you mean? Yeah, that's that's why I said, like, he was going through stuff. He wasn't, you know, in, in it, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, he was out of it mentally. Like, he wouldn't have come back if he didn't enjoy what he was doing, you know? Oh, yeah, and he also loves world building. You can see that from, like, Army of the Dead. And, um, obviously, he's Justice League stuff. Um, some advice, Zach, if you're listening. Please make <laughs> it shorter. Make it, yeah, don't make it <laughs> fucking three hours, bro, please. Please, not again. Um, and it's 
uh, from what I'm hearing, it's basically like samurai in space. Sounds a lot like Jedi, but... Honestly, whenever I first read that, I thought it was like an actual Star Wars film that they were letting him do. And I was I like, wish. a Netflix Star Wars film? You'd probably make fuck? a badass Star Wars film. Honestly, he probably would have done it better than J.J. Abrams. Yeah. He wouldn't be afraid to... To be fair, I feel like J.J. Abrams was also probably wouldn't have been too afraid, but I feel like Disney was like, nah, fam. Fuck you. Yeah, I also think his, uh, what was Episode 7? Yeah, Episode 7, his Mm -hmm. first directorial Star Wars debut. I feel like, like you said, they wanted him to play it safe, but then, like, he, once the movie was done and it was a hit and it was safe, he was kind of in the pickle. Yeah. He was like, fuck, Honestly, I can't, I can't the do first this. one, the first one was the best out of the new trilogy. Yeah, I like the first one. The Force Awakens was really good, and it really gave me hope. And then that other dickhead showed up and was like, "Yo, <laughs> let me rub my nuts on it real quick, and then <laughs> make him pick up the pieces." <laughs> the same homie he wrote Knives Out. <laughs> really, I love. Yeah. I love Knives Out though. I remember not going to watch Knives Out because I was so pissed at him. <laughs> I'm being serious. It's so funny. And then and then it turned out like Knives Out was getting really good reviews. So I was like, and then we reviewed it. So I was like, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird to me. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like it was more of Disney and not so much him at that point either. Right. And then I feel so bad because after Ryan Johnson messed it up, once they got to episode nine, they were just like, hey, uh, we're going to give you this. This was your baby, but we're going to give you this pile of shit back and you can try to stitch it together. Yeah, exactly. So that's why, that's why, like, I didn't blame it too much on him in the last movie because I was like, bro, he did the best he could. They weren't even supposed to have Palpatine. But fuck that up. Anyways, for Witcher fans, uh, The Witcher Season 2 officially gets its release date, which is December 17th of this year. Not, I haven't had a chance to watch that. Dude, it's such a good show. You need to watch it. Y'all need to watch it. It's such a good show. So many shows out right now. I know. Most of them have been bangers. Brace yourselves, because um, and they said they fixed this in season two. But the one issue I had was they did a lot of like flashbacks and back and forth, and then by like the last two episodes, that's when they stitched it all together, and that's when you'll get it. But like, it it could be confusing sometimes. I didn't get to play the games either. Uh, oh, you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe read the books, but I haven't even read the books and I still get it. Honestly. You can just... read? <laughs> I can. Lucky. <laughs> just read up Just read up a little bit on it, like the character names and stuff, and then you'll be fine. Gotcha. No, that's okay. I just need to know Henry Cavill. <laughs> In his bubble bath. <laughs> that's my favorite scene, bro. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> what are y'all talking about? Don't worry what? about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Greta Gerwig, which was the director of Lady Bird, um, is going to direct a Barbie movie in, with Margot Robbie. No. Bro, Margot Robbie's in it, though, so I mean. <laughs> She's in good movies. That That is true. I don't think I've seen a movie with her that was bad. That's fair. But it is Barbie still, so. To be fair, I guess if anyone was going to be Barbie, it would be her, honestly. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what I shot at her. 
She's just hot. <laughs> Did y'all, have y'all seen, this is like kind of off topic real quick. Have y'all seen the new Buzz Lightyear? Thing? Yeah. I'm Lightyear? Low-key yeah, very excited for it. It looks wanna, good. Yeah, I want to see that. I think it's interesting that it's not, it's like the person you it's based like off the of, person, not the toy. It, right. I think that's cool, honestly. I no, think, I think that's it's cool. I just should. think it's a crazy concept. I think if they were going to do a Toy Story spinoff, that's how it, it should be done, you know? I think so, too. Like, yeah. I would love to watch a, a Woody one now. In the same world. A Woody one? Based on this, like, old cowboy? Yeah, and it would be a Western. <laughs> How long has it been since we've gotten a good, like, modern Western? Yeah? True. Hateful Eight? <laughs> I said good. Was it Hateful Eight? What was the other one? Sin- no, no, it was like... It was I that one remember. with the Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith? I don't remember that one. Anyways... <clears throat> So uh, the director of WandaVision, Matt Shackman, has just um, been hired to direct the next Star Trek film. Honestly, Star Trek's gay. Right. Not gay. It's whack. (laughs) I do think he was pretty creative, though, with WandaVision. It was, but I don't care what you tell me. I will never enjoy Star Trek. (laughs) <laughs> oh no, me neither, bro. And it's funny because if you really actually try to get into Star Trek, you look it up. They have dozens of movies for like <clears throat> older than Star Wars. They have literally dozens of sh- bro, TV there's shows. So much there's stuff. so much lore. It's and it ridiculous. all sucks. <laughs> I tried really hard because I was like, I really like Star Wars. I feel like I would really like Star Trek. My English teacher loves Star Trek, and I'm like. Yeah, well, you, you probably well, read a lot let, of shit. Let me, <laughs> let me put it this way. Star Trek... Okay, so as nerdy as Star Wars is, Star Trek is for, like, the... N- no offense, but they're, like, for, like, the no-life nerds, you know? Like, the ones <laughs> that always smell really bad that are, like, super weird that say, like, PogChamp and Big Chungus all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so you? So, so the Redditors? Yeah. It's a very Reddit thing to be into. Because I feel like there's just way more ways that they craft theories and stuff. Like at this point, the Star Trek fans build their own lore, and then the movies are built off a Reddit post. I do have to say, I did watch the first Star Trek with Chris Pine, like the more modern one. Like I, I watched I all it. of the modern ones. Oh, I didn't watch all of them. I just they were the boring one. as fuck. I liked the first one. It was just slow in the beginning, but after that, it was kind of cool. So I wouldn't know, but mostly because of Chris Pine. All right, boys. He was the only good part, and I feel like that, like even for a main character, he didn't have enough screen time. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Last but not Luke least, Spock. do y'all remember uh, the Tiger King show that was going to star Nick Cage? Nicholas Cage. Yeah, 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 sure. It's canceled, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> Why? So in an interview, he said, um, "He said I did read two excellent scripts." I thought they were good, but I think Amazon felt it was material that had become past its time because it took so long for it to come together. They felt that um, at one, basically Amazon at one point thought this is like a cash mine, but now like the popularity has faded so much that they think it's not a good idea anymore. That's good. <laughs> good. I didn't think it was going to be very good. Nims facts. But Nick Cage though, like that would have been funny. Bro, that would have been hilarious. I don't care what you say. That would have been an insta meme. It's true, though. Nobody's talked about Tiger King. Literally. It was like a two-month fad. 
Straight up. Um, I feel like if that show would have came out anytime that's not the pandemic, it would have flopped. I can see that. Sad but true. All right, we're done. So you I, get to I the have <laughs> I have a piece of news. Yeah. Did oh. y'all see that they are they announced the Hocus Pocus two? Yeah, they did that a long time ago. A long how long ago? Like last year. What? Oh, I just figured this out. And I'm super <laughs> excited for it. Didn't we talk about it? I don't remember. I don't, I don't think know. so. I think so. I think we did. Really? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it deserves another talk because I'm super excited about it. It's like one of the best classic movies out there. I don't movie. think it needed a sequel, to be honest with you. What? Yeah, I think it would have been fine. Nah, y'all suck. We suck. Yeah. We suck. Um. <laughs> All right, Edward, get to the game. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. For our game. Are you ready to play? Don't quote me on that. A hooligan hangout original that has definitely been made before, but we thought of it without looking it up, so we're going to take full credit for its existence. Basically, each of us have two quotes from two different movies, so four quotes total. We each try to guess the movie from the quote, and if you do, you get a point. You don't. You suck. Whoever has the most points at the end of the season wins the season. And a poor shame that Alex has missed episodes because he's at an extreme disadvantage. However, he started off so high, it really has not affected him at all. So I yeah, do not feel bad like, in the slightest. Here. I'll pick up his slack and get everything wrong. He's only like one point <laughs> behind. He's a half point behind. Half point unless, behind. You, unless you rounded it up like we talked about. No. Boys, we have to pause. I forgot to find quotes. Fucking idiot. Bro, for real? Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot. All right, sorry about the delay, guys. Uh, it felt like a second for you, but it was like 30 minutes for us. No, I forgot to get quotes. Yeah, no, I'm Stupid a ass. stinky boy. <laughs> and for that, he will be punished by going first. And taking oh. a point away. I mean, No, what? shut up, Anthony. Oh. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Just for that, Anthony, you get five points taken away. <laughs> he like leaves the chat. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's see here. Where do we start? Pocahontas. Fuck. <laughs> now, this one's pretty easy, guys. But actually, if you don't, honestly, I hope y'all get this because if y'all don't, I'm gonna be kind of mad. All right. <laughs> okay. That's too much. Say what again? Say what again? Oh, I know it. I think. Oh fuck! I don't. I didn't. No, use I know it. I know it. I didn't it. use the right tone of voice it. on purpose. Wait, actually, <laughs> I don't know it. Three, two, one. Wally. Um, I, don't know. I was gonna say you have to uh, Hancock, but I don't think that's it. No. Oh, that's a good one though. Like, like say that one more time. That's what he says. English mother effort. Do you speak it? Oh, I. Oh, oh fuck! I know who says this. <laughs> I don't know what movie. <laughs> oh. I don't. Uh, there's like 
I'm between two different movies that this oh, could be. Yeah. I know Shit. that y'all know it, so fuck. Okay. No point though. Three, two, one. Pulp Fiction. Samuel Jackson's biography. What? I don't know. What I just did think he say? Said his biography. I know Samuel Jackson said it. It would be his autobiography. Anyways, yeah, Pulp Fiction is correct. Yes. I couldn't remember if he said that in Captain Marvel and it was like censored or not. Dude, no way, bro. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would never happen. But yeah, okay. That happens that in the next movie. Oh, you know why I got it confused? Is because there's a Pulp Fiction reference in that movie where he was sipping on that cup. That he was cup? sipping on that lean. <laughs> on that lean. I love Samuel Jackson. Anyways. But yeah, I love how you just hear the word motherfucker and you know exactly which actor it is. You just gotta figure out <laughs> right, what fucking movie it was. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. Hopefully y'all will know. I don't know. Um, here's the first quote. I kind of feel like I'm on drugs and I'm with you. Not that I do drugs. Unless you do drugs, then I do drugs all the time. Every drug. I I think, are they in a hotel room in the scene? Well, you can't answer that. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (sighs) Fuck. I'm just going to go off a wild guess because I don't know what it could be, but I feel like I'd probably get on a second quote because it sounds vaguely familiar. All right. Three, two, one. Hot Rod. out. No. What'd you say, Anthony? And Knives Out? Both yeah. wrong. Both wrong. This one should get y'all, hopefully. Yeah, but don't you know bread makes you fat? What? Bread makes you fat? Ah, fuck. That's one of the most memorable quotes. I probably I always, haven't seen it then. I always quote that. It's so funny. Honestly, I probably haven't you seen this bread movie. Makes you fat? Three, two, one. Scott Pilgrim uh, 21 Jump Street. Anthony got it correct. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Fuck, I have seen it. What the fuck? <laughs> Why did that not connect with my head? Yo, what the fuck? Probably because I didn't say it in his voice. Honestly, probably. Say it in his voice. I want to hear it. Bread makes you fat? He sounds the same in every fucking movie, dude. It's funny. True. <sighs> now I hear it. God damn Unless it. you do drugs. Yep, now now I hear that one. That one, I got more than the second one, but I'm still retarded. So. Vegan, more like vegan. I hate you. Alright. <laughs> Who's the next, Noah? Pick your loser. The whore. Yeah, Anthony. <laughs> what? Me? Me? <laughs> okay, I think... Y'all have seen both of these movies. I think they're going to be hard for you, though. So, I apologize in advance. Alright, I'm ready. Got Kakuki. Ready. What? Wait, hold on. Oh, that was easy. That one's the hooligan hangouts delirium. (laughs) That was pretty good. (laughs) Check it out. Short film made by us. We know everything about movies, so you know what's going on here. First one. It's a full moon tonight. That's why all the weirdos are out. Fuck. Frick, dude. Fuck. Ah, Maybe I got it. It's like tickling the top of my brain. (laughs) You know what it is. But you'll never guess it, idiot. (laughs) Alright. Three, 
two, one, guess. You be Halloween? No. Damn it. We were both on the same track. Yeah, so I mean, both guessing yeah. the same thing. I was good. <laughs> all right. It's 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 all just a bunch of hocus pocus. All right. You can't say that, bro. I couldn't. I couldn't find another quote that was like super... hocus pocus. Final answer. Hocus pocus. I couldn't find another one that wasn't like extremely hard. So. Yeah, he's like, no, it's hocus pocus too. <laughs> I got a copy a of the script. Yeah, he's a script already. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Okay, said, one. It's gonna be really hard. You probably won't get it. And then says the fucking well, name the first of the movie. The quote. The first one. <laughs> okay. This fog's as thick as peanut butter. <laughs> I'm so bad. Oh my god! Why did I think that? <laughs> did we think the same thing? I think so. What do you think? This fog's as thick as penis. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were about to finish that, that off like that. No. I was like, huh? <laughs> That's funny. But back to the movie. Uh... <laughs> okay, yeah. Guessman. Three, two, one. Guess. The Mist. The Nutty Professor. No and no. Okay, next one. What's the matter? Haven't you ever seen a talking snowman before? Are you for reals? Say it again. What's the matter? Haven't you ever heard of heard? Haven't you ever seen a talking snowman before? Are you fucking serious, bro? All right, y'all ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Yes. Frosty the snowman. No. Jack Frost. No. I don't know. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Fuck! What the fuck? That's when he was walking through the snow. Yep. Yeah. What's the matter? Yep, I remember. I feel it. I thought oh, that I was, was a good bait, though. That was a solid. That was a Thank good you. one. Thank you. I like that one. I respect that one, Anthony. I think that's been the best quote of the game. Like this direction. Thick penis fog has to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that scene now too. That makes more sense because I, I should have thought about that in context because they didn't ever would have had fog in the Frosty the Snowman movie. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because that's the scene whenever they're about to take off Christmas night, and Rudolph's like, I right, watch this. I got this. Bitches. Roy, mate, I got this. Right, mate, everyone step back. Cracks neck. <laughs> Licks butt. Go, Edward. Huh? All right. Once I found an elephant in my pajamas. How we got in my pajamas, I'll never know. What? One of those where I feel like I've heard it before, but I'm not sure. Oh, you've definitely heard this. And if you haven't, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can trust you. Once I found an elephant in my pajamas. How we got in my pajamas, I'll never know. Five, Gosh, now it sounds familiar. The way four, three, two, one. Drop the guess, boys. Inside wow. out. I don't know. What did you say, Anthony? Wait, what is the quote? I feel like I've heard this quote, but I... No, say it again. Say your answer again. You I, already I, have I, your... I said I don't know. Oh. Okay, oh, well, you're both wrong. Weird. 
But the quote was, once I found an elephant in my pajamas, how he got in my pajamas, I'll never know. I felt, I've heard that quote. The second I, quote is... I feel like I've heard that quote differently, though. Like This one's... This one's more of a giveaway, I feel. It's like one of the more iconic scenes. Am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? Am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? Yeah. Come on. Come on. Dude, I sound so... Five, I'm going to get it wrong. Four, three, two, one. Go. Grandma over got rid of by reindeer. Did you say over the hedge, no? Yeah, I did. I know it's not right, but I don't know what to say. The correct answer was The Master of Disguise. I haven't seen that movie. What? I know. Sorry. No? Fight me. <laughs> no, it just died. <laughs> don't tell me you haven't seen that movie. Either. I haven't seen that movie. What the <laughs> fuck? What is wrong you with have... you guys? What the fuck? It has a 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Bro, fuck that shit. Oh yeah, I remember it. I was gonna tell you guys that I had like marked it down as a special note as like the rating on Rotten Tomatoes is a 1%. However, it is like an all-time classic funniest fuck comedy movie. But okay. you know how... The quote? I- I was right about the quote. It's one morning I shot an elephant in my pajamas. Oh, well, I pulled that quote straight from Rotten Tomatoes, so I don't know. If it's funny, I'm in. What's it about, though? Dude, it's genuinely funny as fuck. It's literally about a family, like, full (laughs) of... That's it. It's funny. Family. Well, (laughs) uh, it's about a family of people who's like express like only like job is being spies who are like perfect like can perfectly mimic whatever like they're just like their superpower almost is being able to disguise themselves in anything dang that sounds crazy why the fuck you get a one percent that <laughs> one person that liked it <laughs> well, that's because, oh well i mean you know how rotten tomatoes treats old comedy movies it yeah. does not go over well with with them but you know, they're always true. classics. That is true. But, all right. Sliding into our next one. Oh, no. Oh, wait. I <laughs> I had the quotes backwards. My bad. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. So, this one. Hate, 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 double hate, loathe entirely. Easy. Oh, where are I doing Easy another money. quote? Easy money. Five. Fair. Three. Two. One, go. That, that's the Grinch. Carrie's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. You both got it. Congratulations. Yeah, but I said which version. Yeah, I thought you were going to. The Grinch is the Illumination animated one. It's called The Grinch. No one. No. <laughs> All right. Look. <laughs> I'll take it. My other quote was, oh, no, the sleigh, the presents, they'll be destroyed. And I care? What is the deal? Wait, this can't happen. I couldn't, shouldn't, must it, would it? Not now, not then, not ever again. No, That's it. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's right. The presents they'll be destroyed, and I care. My heart has grown. The Grinch yeah, is underrated. I wanted to throw in an easy one for you guys, so I thought that would be a funny one. I love that movie. 
I honestly didn't think you guys would get it that fast. No, bro, it's not for that quote. At least I didn't think that would be the quote that was the giveaway. <laughs> you gotta remember though, that movie is also pretty memeable. That is true. Oh, I forgot that one was a meme for a while. Dang. That's it. I'm not going. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> All right. Well, Noah, would you mind reading us the scores after this week's episode? I don't know why. I'll go ahead. Tell me um, to go. Anthony, like, 15 huh? points. Noah, 12 points. Edward, 13 points. All right. Well, here we go. In the first place, I, we I got, said it. in first place, we got Alex with no. – a thousand points. Edward is in first place with 18 and a half points. Me and Alex are tied for 16 points. Anthony, you have 14 points. All right. Not good. Anthony, what happened to the confidence? Every every season, you're like, it's okay. I'm going to come back. I will come back. All right, guys. This week we watched Black Widow. It was directed by Kate Shortland, um, starring Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, David Harbour, and Rachel Weisz. Now, this movie um, sets off with not- Natasha Romanoff, as you all know, as Black Widow, as she confronts her darker past and of the um, with the dangerous conspiracy that's tied to basically a dictator. And obviously, she's pursued by her dark past as she um, reencounters her family, and she must deal with her history as a spy and how she got broken off by the Avengers <laughs> after Civil War. Anyways. All right. I'm going to start off with the three-word game that I don't know if you all have thought of the words, but I never do, so come to me last. No, you I go first. Actually did. I forget every time. I actually right. did. I'm actually prepared for this one. Okay, well, you go first while we think. My three words. Disney's for family. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I did those words because, you know, this really felt like one of the movies where family really drives the plot. Like, not maybe not biological family, but the concept of family not having to be blood to be family. You know, it's just kind of one of those themes that's like central to, to this movie. It made you feel good. Since Anthony wants to go last, uh, I did a Marvel movie question mark, which is not a bad thing. I picked Ooh, these three words I like because that. I think it it felt totally question marks different. two words. <laughs> you did four words. <laughs> I think it, it, oh, took a, it took a slight right turn from like any of the Marvel solo movies because this genuinely felt like. Um, its own little thing, which I know is kind of awkward to say because it's a solo movie, but like the other ones were like, they were starting to get super connected. They were all getting ready for the Avengers, but this one was just exploring her on her own. You didn't like yeah. Captain America's movies, Black Widow's in them, like she was helping him. Like this one's genuinely on her own in her own past with the new, like new cast of her family. And I love that. Just, yeah, it, it felt like a totally different movie. I was surprised Marvel went so dark. Honestly. Gave me pretty big Winter Soldier vibes, but like small scale, you yeah. know, like yeah, like a like a controlled, condensed, more personal Winter Soldier, you know. Yeah. Like the stakes weren't huge. The really the events that happened weren't huge, but it felt huge for the character, and I think that just speaks a lot in the storytelling. 
for the growth of all the characters, it felt huge that they mm -hmm. were able to accomplish this together, their mission. Yep. Anthony? My three words are, keeps you invested. And good one. The, I mean, it really does. The entire movie, I didn't, I felt so, like, deeply for these characters that, like, I genuinely wanted them to succeed in everything. And, like, what are you laughing at? I'm not laughing. Oh, I thought you were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm laughing? What the fuck? Nobody's <laughs> laughing. Like, the first 15 minutes in, just, like, the introduction of them when they're younger, like, I was already attached to the characters, like, after that point, you know? Yeah. Because they did such a good job at that initial, like, first impression. Yeah, I was, the, like, the rest of the movie, I'm like, these people have to win. Like, I need to see something good. The kid actors they got did a really good job. But yeah. I'll save that for whenever we talk about their stuff. Yeah, I'll save it. Who wants to but start with their flaws, though? Oh, I forgot we start with flaws. I can, I can start. Ooh, okay, okay, Anthony, you start. Let's go. We're going to do three flaws. Oh, mm -mm. okay. Or just the two. regular just two. two. Okay. Just two. I think two's a good number. I'll say the physics of everything were a little off at times. And I did not, I didn't like it. Explain. Like, the, okay, there were multiple examples. Oh, you can't steal my thunder. You can't talk about the CGI, you ass. No, not the CGI. Just like the... the well, I'll the explain. CGI is why the physics felt wonky. No, no, I'll explain. So Maybe we're thinking of different things then. We are. The, there's a lot of examples. The biggest example that I'm thinking of is in the end when they're destroying the whole tower and it's coming down mm -hmm. and Natasha, she just like lets go of the parachute while she's puts after she puts it on her sister, mm -hmm. just flies down, doesn't hit anything, lands on a piece of metal that's falling, you know, at how 9.81 meters per second. No, I'm <laughs> I mean, you're you're not wrong. <laughs> no, but it's just like falling midair, and she just lands on it, and like stays there, and like turns around as the task was a taskmaster master. Yeah, he just comes on, or she, and like they just sit there for a second, and like they're about to fight, and then jump off. Like that's not going to happen in real life, obviously. You gotta remember it's a superhero film. Okay, but I, I was about to say also, that's also valid because she's not like Captain America or something. She's like a I was about to say it's dead ass a superhero movie, bro. Yeah, Even the non-superpowered characters are superpowered, bro. Okay, like, maybe her dad. That's just, I could see her dad doing that. I do accept that being a flaw, but I'm just saying that it's one of those things where it's like it's a superhero movie. You just it just kind of comes with it, you know? Yeah. Um, the other thing is. This wasn't a huge problem, but there were a few times that Natasha had some pretty heavy plot armor. Like, in the beginning, when she got demolished by a truck and her car exploded. <laughs> and I'm just like, um, yeah. excuse me? Like, she should be dead. Yet again, that is another trope of it being a superhero movie, honestly. I, I know, but it just threw me off a few times. But those are my two. I think the biggest one that stuck out to me was whenever she like just jumped out the glass window, fell for at least 20, 30 feet, and just <laughs> magically caught herself and yeah. still had strength to fling herself into a different window. Right. As it 
everything was exploding around her. And yeah, the, and that was the came. only time I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. This is going to sound weird, but did y'all think, like, her choreography, like, like her acting was kind of awkward whenever she would, like, get pushed to the ground and then get back up? I didn't notice, no. Well, I think I that know. was more of to show, like, She's she human. was no that she was acting for him, like to let us know that she actually doesn't give a shit because we know that she can take harder hits and stuff. But it was more of her like trying to play play up the other guy's ego, you know? Because that was all no, part no, of that not scene. that. I'm talking about when like Taskmaster would fight her and then she oh. get, she get literally dropped and then she'd be like, oh, and then she'd like they'd pan to her and she would like slowly get up. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't find it weird. I was just like. God damn, this bitch should be dead. <laughs> okay, I have two questions that I want to ask before we move on to pros, but I'll let y'all do your flaws first. Okay. Who's next? Uh, Edward. All right. Well, one of them is honestly just little minor things, but for a big budget Hollywood film, you know, being able to pick out at least a Marvel's caliber to be able to pick out CGI like kind of weirdness. Really, like it's really rare. But like, whenever in the beginning sequence, whenever David Harbor just kind of flips that truck out of the way and stuff, it just really just like threw me out of it because it did not look right at all in the slightest. I felt that like that. Before. Like it did not look how it should have to me. Like, I know they to were me, to it was very, cl- it was very clear. Like the truck was CGI whenever he picked it up and flew it. Yeah, it was kind of like highlighted in the background. Well, not like that, but it was the f- animation of which it was like flipped over. You know, I feel like it didn't match how hard it looked. Like David Harbor acted when he threw it. You know, well, that was the point because he has like super strength. No, but he's saying it's no, like what I'm David saying Harbor is over, it looked like he didn't Yeah, I was about to say it looked uh, like he threw it way harder than what it moved, right? So it looked like he the way he threw it, it should have just went fucking flying out of the way, but instead it just did a little baby flip. Gotcha. And even the baby flip looked weird, like it looked like the car just didn't have weight to it, you know? Yeah. But that was really the only like CGI thing that I like just saw and was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> But that's also I saw that I watched this movie three times, right? I watched oh, it yeah. once. Watched it, I watched it once with my girlfriend, once with my friends, and then once with my parents because it was on whenever I went over. Like, it just happened that way. It's crazy. Homie's got validation then. Every time I saw it, that no. I was like, after the first, whenever I watched it the second time, I was like, okay, I'm gonna look for it and see if I was just tripping the first time. But no, every time I watched it, it looked it looked wrong. The I did see one CGI part, and it was just one of the times that Natasha was thrown out of a window. But oh yeah, was, that too. Sometimes kind of whenever expected. she would fall or someone would be thrown, it's just little things like it just looked like they. I don't know. You could tell that they landed on a mat, and they just kind of like quickly like just threw her down or something. You know? Yeah. But I don't know if that's just because I'm like getting more like picky like looking at it you know if i'm just picking up stuff that i didn't usually i don't know but yeah that was the first one um my second flaw shoot that's a rough one 
I feel like there weren't too many. I got some. <laughs> no, no. But I feel like my second one would really just be... Shoot, dude. I can't even think of one right now. It's okay. I usually have them pre-planned, but I just, I didn't, I didn't pre-plan. Can I go back so. to you? Yeah, I'll come back yeah. with my, you'll probably jog my memory, so. All right, here we go. Number one, one of my biggest flaws of this film is was the little titty baby Taskmaster. That was just a damn little side villain, and all the hype in the trailers was she's the main villain, and she wasn't. And then she didn't even truly showcase her capabilities. Like when she was fighting Red Guardian, she didn't even really mimic him. She was just mimicking what like she saw from Black Widow and the other Widows. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but that's a good point. Also, I thought it was... I don't know if this is just I me, think... but I, I thought it was obvious it was his daughter. Oh, I thought it was clearly obvious. What? Like, how'd, How did it make... How was it obvious? Because that, cause the thought. whole movie, she was all like upset and like how she regretted doing that and stuff. Because they then... brought her up too often. Yeah, they brought like, her up like they lot. Sp- specifically brought up her being his daughter way too often. Instead I... of being like, "Oh, you killed a kid," they made a conscious effort to be like, "No, nah, you killed his daughter." I thought like, they as... only brought it up twice, like when it was a flashback and then when it was revealed. And the thing about no, they also brought it up whenever they rescued Red Guardian from the prison. He was like, "I didn't kill that bitch." Yeah. Then, and the thing about that is Taskmaster. This was to me the suit was all right, but like other than that, they were not really comic. He wasn't. She wasn't really comic book accurate, like at all. Like he's supposed to be this awesome badass that literally could take almost anyone the way he can mirror them. And my main issue like that was how easily she would just got her ass whooped. Like, she easily could have just wiped out Black Widow. Like, she had no business even coming close to beating Taskmaster at all. But from the trailers, I knew they would nerf her because of that. Because like, there would be no Black way Widow. that they would put comic book accurate Taskmaster against Black Widow and expect her to actually, you know, win. Dude, Taskmaster could kill Spider-Man. Yeah. Dude, Taskmaster could fuck up anyone, honestly. That's what I'm saying, and that's why I was like, I was like genuinely like upset. I was I was like, dude, this is fucking, it it actually annoyed me. I wasn't upset about her being like a girl instead of a guy, or about her being his daughter instead. The part that pissed me off is that they just fixed her at the end. I feel like it would have been okay if she would have just escaped and would have been a villain for other Avengers, but nah. And he even said it was a project. So, yeah, if she had continued to be a bad guy, that would have been better because then the next movie she could have improved and been. It would have made project. sense. For, like, even if they did free her from the mind control like they did there, it still would have made sense for her to be like, fuck you guys. You try to kill me. Fuck you, bitch. And then just, you know, still hate the Avengers instead of just getting up and being like, you guys are my best friends. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. what You're the my fuck? Best friend. She okay. fucking nuked you. She's the reason you had to go through I that. Like, like, you should still harbor something in there, you know? That's exactly what I'm saying. I feel like this is a perfect time for me to ask my two questions. Because it's about this. One, she was controlled, right? Obviously. Yeah. And when they're controlled, like, say they, like, uh, her orders were to kill Natasha. They stop at nothing to get to, to do that. Like, they stop breathing. Like the pig did, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they stop at nothing. So, again, this is, like, a typical superhero movie thing to do. 
But after they crashed and Natasha was fighting her on the ground, once um once Taskmaster like pushed her to the ground or something, he like waited for her to get up. And like waited for her. Oh yeah. <laughs> well they she kind of explained that herself like uh whenever she like just kind of ditched Black Widow and went to go grab the briefcase, like she realized that it that wasn't was her, her mission to kill Black Widow, it was her mission to get the case. Yeah. Well, I feel like so that's why opportunity to kill her though. Well, but the issue not... was oh, she yeah. easily whooped her ass and was like, Oh, she's not a threat. There's no point in killing her. Let me just go grab the shit and dip, you know? Yeah. Plus yeah. she's no, an Black Avenger, so case. probably she's an Avenger too. And remember how it was like a super secret organization. So her mission was probably to grab the vials and make as small of a scene as possible. Oh, yeah. But if she grabs the vials and pops a cap in a fucking Avenger, everyone's going to be like, yo, what the fuck? No, they said that. They said they won't kill her because the Avengers will go after him. Yeah, literally exactly why. Because she's an Avenger. She's a big deal. What was your second question? So what, what happened to Taskmaster at the end? Like, I don't... She's going with the widows to be free, free will. She got freed from her mind control, and now she's a good guy. Mm. And that. that's what, yeah, this is the most dumbass shit. Because literally, how are you going to get freed? And then look the person who fucking put you in that position to begin with and be like, yeah, I'll help you. The most wasted villain since, like, the Mandarin. Dang. Honestly. And the worst part is we're getting a real Mandarin. We won't get a real Taskmaster. Yeah, I know. Like that was it. Like that was maybe maybe in DC. Maybe it'll maybe in DC. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy that? Uh, Azrael? Huh? Azrael was a character. No, there's a, like another Taskmaster in DC. There probably was. They copy each other. Deathstroke. <laughs> no. Deathstroke. He does. He fight. He fights Batman. Uh. Deathstroke. <laughs> no, I'll figure it out. But anyways, what was your second flaw, Noah? Y'all have heard enough of this, uh, but I wrote it out. Make sure I wasn't crazy. Um, I feel like the consequences are weighed down significantly because we already know Black Widow isn't going to die. Um, and yes, you can argue the other characters have consequences too. I mean, that, besides her not dying, the other characters have consequences. Um, but this story, to me, it felt like super bittersweet because we get all of this development from her, all of this in the background, which if this movie had come... Where it was should have after Civil War and then right before Endgame, it, I, I, the death of her would have been a lot more emotionally impactful and heavy. But I feel like, like I feel like this movie is like should have came out a long time ago. It was too late. Like yeah, too little, too, too late. little, too late. Yeah. But I I didn't want this movie to suck. Like I'm glad it was a good movie, but it just like it sucks. It sucks that, that, that it came out so late. late. Yeah, I'm like yeah. fuck, bro. Let's I agree because it. I feel like if we had seen this, because the way they killed her off. In Infinity War, it was like, oh, yeah, she jumped off the cliff and let Clint live because she doesn't have a family or anything to go back to. But if we saw this before, then we know that they're both, like, trying to keep each other from dying because they both have families. And it would have made either one of their deaths feel, like, 80 times harder than... Yeah. I honestly was not ever too invested into Black Widow until after this movie. I have like my respect. And it for sucks because she, after this movie, she's easily one of the best characters in the MCU. Oh yeah, by far. Dang. But um, 
they just uh, sucked. Anyways, so I think we should get into our positives now. Yeah, yeah. Now that we got done dogging, we're gonna come up with the good. Oh shit. wait, hold on. I remember. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say that, and I feel like they tacked on that last end credit scene because, like, they were like, "Oh, well, this happened we after have to have, game, so yeah. we can do it." Yeah, they were like, oh, we have to have a reason to include this in here somewhere." Which they could have put they, that at the end they of Endgame only, if this came. First. I mean, they only did that to promote the Hawkeye show, though. Ooh, that's true too. Yeah, because now we know what it's going to be about. This is going to be about Yelena going posting up and be like, "Yo, what the." fuck is going on <laughs> and honestly with the way that they're setting it up with hawkeye passing the torch to his daughter i feel like she's gonna kill him i feel like she's gonna cap hawkeye that would honestly yeah that would make a lot of sense but they're gonna cap hawkeye and that's what's gonna start kate bishop's story they better keep elena uh they're i think they're getting a team together bro u.s agent elena oh for sure i think they're setting up the thunderbolts Because U.S. Agent was a part of that team. I don't know about Yelena, but potential. I didn't know because that. It, US because that, yeah, because that one bitch at the end that gave the mission that like headed all that stuff was also one of the people who helped set up the Thunderbolt shit. Hmm. On top of um, Secretary Ross, of course. That's a long time from now, though. Sorry, go on, Anthony. I was just saying we should go into our positives. Yeah, and then I said you can go first. I can go first? Yes, sir. You went first for the cons. Okay. So I thought the fighting in this movie was the perfect example of how I want every action movie to be. Like, the fighting in this movie was amazing. I, I did loved it. I don't know. Oh, I lived it too. I don't know oh, how to describe it, but it's just like the way they fought and like the movement they had, it was just so fluid. It was you know? No, you could tell the stunt coordinators were good at what they did and knew what they were doing with it. Yeah. And the the camera angles um they kind of like move with the fight and a lot of i feel like action movies don't necessarily do that as much as this yeah yeah and like i said that like all comes down to like the stunt coordinator knowing what they're doing so then the cameraman knows like hey i can wiggle in here because they're doing this right that just all comes down to the director being a badass too getting a good like fight uh like a fight scene uh director and stuff um, the other wait, thing... hold on. I'm sorry, I'll be back. Well, while he's gone, this gives me a perfect time to go on a little tangent. Like, kind of on what he said. Like, the fighting in this movie was great. But what I've been saying is that in the Loki show, all the fight scenes feel opposite. Like, you know how you said their movements feel super fluid and everything feels, like, natural? Yeah. In Loki, everything feels clunky. Like, no one is really quite sure what they're supposed to be doing when. And I think it's less like the actors not knowing and more of like, I don't know. Like you could just tell that, that it just didn't feel right. You know? Yeah. Like it kind of felt like power ranger fighting almost like that would be the closest thing I could relate. Like, you know how 
Like it just doesn't feel like any of the punches land. That's disappointing. I haven't seen the Loki show yet, but I will tell you what I think when I get there. I will say, though, me and Noah will have Instagram live soon because we have both very differing opinions on the Loki show. Oh, He feels it's the best MCU show, and I feel it's the worst. As blasphemy as that may sound to 95% of the population. And uh, yeah, so I'm just hyping up for Instagram live. Well... I will side with one of you soon. Also, um, I just looked it up, and Taskmaster is a DC villain, too. Same name. Really? I sent it in the chat so you can see what he looks like. And he's huh. really good, too. Sorry, I'm back. Oh, you're right. I remember. I remember now, him from this... the Arkham series. Who? I want to know. Taskmaster, Taskmaster is... They're identical, like, in looks. Yeah, Honestly. and name. So he has a skull for a helmet? Yeah. yeah. Like, Ooh. same hood and everything. Yes, sir. Wasn't he in Arkham, Arkham Knight? Where were we? Oh. Arkham Knight was Azrael. But, this is, that's what I thought. That's what I was thinking. But this is, like, they're straight up just like a Taskmaster. Uh, like there's a comic book Taskmaster versus Deathstroke, and it's like the exact same thing. Oh, except this one doesn't have a skull mask. It looks like the skull is their head. No, it's straight up. Their name is Taskmaster in DC. Yeah, yeah. I sent a I sent a picture. I've never I don't remember them being the same name. I just remember them from the Arkham series. Kind of like the Captain Marvel thing? Yeah, I guess so. I wonder if it is the same character and they just had a crossover. Maybe. No. You think so? They do do that sometimes. Are you sure? Because I look it up and even people are saying, like, what's the equivalent to Taskmaster in DC? And they're like, oh, probably Deathstroke. Like, they don't even say that there's a Taskmaster. I think it was just a... Comic book battles DC Marvel enemies. Oh, so, I just don't oh, even know that was a comic book. No, there, there. Yeah, no, there's no Taskmaster in DC. Oh, anyways, where were we, guys? Yeah, I think it was Azrael because even I looked it up and I only found was Azrael was the closest. What? No. Yeah. Anyways, so my next positive, um, I already mentioned of, about how connected I feel and invested in the characters, so I won't go, I won't count that as one of mine. Okay. But the other one is the music in this movie was amazing. Yes, like so it went much. with every single scene perfectly. I agree. It was one of the better scores, especially the um. All every all the music in the introduction, like the first 16, 15 minutes of the movie was like probably some of my favorite. Okay, be the honest. only gripe I have with the music is that stupid ass song that was playing during the opening montage. What song? What was the name of it? American Pie. <laughs> no, that one was fine. Opening song. Dude. I was wondering. I was like, uh, I think that's. Whenever they were doing the, 
Yeah, the Nirvana. The oh yeah, the Nirvana cover, song. the cover of Nirvana. Yeah, no, fuck that song. That was the most retarded choice I could have had for that. I montage. thought, th- I thought so too. They started playing, and I was like, "That's a Honestly, that's a like, weird I choice." It, I heard it keep going, and I was like, "Oh, I fucking hate this scene." And every time I watched it too, I was like, "God, this shit sucks." Why would they choose this? Like, it's it just a no weird sense. choice. Yeah. But yeah, I'm so. gonna be honest. I'm usually the guy. It seems like on here, I'm usually the guy that pays attention to the soundtrack, and honestly, I didn't I thought it was okay. Besides the beginning, I I I liked it. Other than that one weird choice, it's okay. but music subjective. Yeah, Miss Director Lady, get a better eardrum. Get a better eardrum. Was that two? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that was my two. All right, Edward. Edward. On to you, though. Um, I felt like the the cinematography in this one felt way different than a lot of the normal MC movies. Like it reminded me of the winter how the Winter Soldier was filmed, but it felt like a little more close to the action, you know? It felt like there were less like wide pan shots and a lot more close ups even like during the fight scenes, you know? Yeah. I just felt like it worked really well. For the movie, I really love the way it was shot. I like, I like the the color grading on it. It did a real good job of setting the tone for the movie. Those white jumpsuits were so clean, They're right, so dude? They were good. so sick. <laughs> I love them. Yeah, my uh, second positive would be I really love the chemistry between every single actor. Like it really genuinely felt like I was Dom Toretto at a barbecue grill watching his family banter honestly it it's also because they're they're all they're all real good um established actors actors. yeah they were all amazing like you genuinely like you could feel their betrayal you like it's just like you felt exactly what each of them were feeling and they all like played off of each other super well i was so yeah and i was so pumped whenever they casted florence um because I'd already seen her in Midsommar in uh, Little Wom- Little Women, and she's just such a crazy actress. So I was like, like when they casted her, I was like so excited already, and she did such a good job. Honestly, she stole the show. She's yeah, I, I know she's my favorite she's character. Really good. Which I I was gonna add this to my cons, but I kind of backtracked because I was gonna say she, it kind of felt like her movie and not Black Widows, but then I was like, no, nah, but the third act kind of made up for whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, the third act. Like take like two steps back from your mic. <laughs> this is good. Take a step forward, but literally it sounded like you had it in your mouth. It was by my mouth, yes. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Oh, she was but, definitely one of my favorite characters, if not the But fa- yeah, I feel like this movie somehow still kinda like it was Black Widow's movie, you could tell. But I feel like it was half Black Widow and the other half setting uh, Yelena up to take over for Natasha, you know? Oh, yeah. For death. This is kind of bad, but I'm kind of glad she's the new Black Widow. <laughs> you really? I like no, her a I lot agree. More. A lot more. I will say that there was, I felt like, a lot of butt shots in this movie, too. Dude, 
I felt awkward. Be- I, it felt bad because dude, there's like it's... four or five just straight up just ass shots for the sake of them being ass shots. I didn't even notice. And I then I was like, "Damn, who directed this?" And I was like, "It was an all women like directing cast." And I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Right? I guess they just thought they looked good in the jumpsuits or something. Like it was, they were just unnecessary. I could say. Yeah, like there were definitely better angles they could have chosen. Like straight up, there was a shot where it was just her waist. Like, just from her ass down. And I was like, why? <laughs> At least it wasn't a guy that directed it, though. That is true. That would have been, like, Joss Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I saw an Instagram movie. post, and it was, like, Whedon's version versus... And then it was, like, a bunch of people complaining that a guy directed it. And then it was, like, it was like versus a female director. And it was, like, the exact same shots that they had of, like, uh, Gal Gadot in the original Snyder Cut. <laughs> and they're like, but when women versus when a woman directs it, and I was like, damn. Dude, I know. He, he was bad, dude. He was, he was awful towards her. I felt bad. Physics. I'm glad he's out of there. Anyways, back to the dubs. Mm-hmm. No nuts? Oh, my bad. I didn't know you were done. Okay, uh, like I already mentioned, since you already said it, I'm not going to like phrase it, but I did think that Florence did a really good job. She was top-notch. So did um, David Harbour. I, I want to see a spinoff of Red Guardian, bro, like a prequel. That would be so badass. I want to see him in the glory days, dude. Dude, I know. It would be so good. I feel like it would be a good one because it would be basically him trying to get out of Captain America's shadow. Yeah. And uh, well, what was it? Oh my god, I just went blank. Why? I'll just move on. <laughs> okay. okay. I already As you said were saying. Florence was top notch. Um, yeah, so despite Taskmaster, I said earlier Taskmaster was like a dumb side character. Despite that, I actually liked the main villain, Draco. Yeah. Just I because, really like I said earlier, um, Marvel took a dark turn, like in this movie that I didn't like. I didn't really think they had the balls to take with the sleeper agent vibe in the red room and just the abuse these girls went through, and Drakov being the, like the dictator that he is. It's just you see, this is how you do the whole "women are stronger than you think" motive without shoving it down your throat. That, that's that's excellent. That's, that's an excellent point. Yes, like this was done so beautifully. Like, it honestly captured some real-life stuff, because this really does happen. Like, maybe not to, like, you know, this crazy superhero extent, but people do just kidnap random random women that don't have families just to kidnap them. Exactly. And it did a good job of feeling grounded and stuff, even though, you know, it is a crazy superhero movie. Oh, yeah, they didn't make it, like, <laughs> yeah. all absurd. They knew the character they were trying to develop in. The that's what I like. Kind of like how you said it was. It kind of felt, or your three words was Marvel movie question mark yeah. or something like that. It's for a superhero movie. It felt so much like it just a regular it. action movie, but yeah. in a good way, but in a the good best action way. movie. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Right. And that's what I loved about it. And then they didn't connect it to anything until like the very end, that's like it. most Marvel and movies that's do. But why I said it felt like it gave me Mad Winter Soldier vibes, but like small scale you know 
Yeah. Because, like, yeah, Steve was not only fighting for his friend, but he was also fighting for the whole country. Exactly. Whereas Black Widow had, like, the exact same spy-esque, you know, tricks and themes. But instead of it being, like, a world-ending scenario, she was just fighting to bring down an injustice that had been going on unnoticed, you know? Right. But it also kind of was because he he said he could start wars wherever he wanted. They had girls all across the world. Yeah, but the issue That's was he hadn't he hadn't to that point, or yeah. even if he did, you know, it, the world still went on. You know, he like it, like could. I said, it was never like world ending. You know, yeah, yeah. And he like was, she didn't like if she would have she could have just chose to ignore it and everything would have been fine. You know, yeah. He's kind of dumb for because I know he was in hiding, but he's like, yeah, once I have. You under my control. That's when I'll do my master plan. I'm just like dumbass, bro. Just do it. You, you fool. Wars. You caught me monologuing. <laughs> right? <laughs> like if you can start wars and end them in an instant, fucking do it then. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do, <laughs> it. do it, pussy. Do it, pussy. You won't. That's what she said to his face too, and you could tell he was like, "All right, bitch, that's enough." That shit was awesome in the third act. And he just stood up and was like, I'm feeling like Chris Breezy. My- I woke up in Chris Brown's body. She took it though. But, um, That's what she said. Oh. But my favorite sequence though, this is like a side note. My favorite sequence was the whole freaking bait and switch when she was in her office <laughs> as the mom. And then oh, like, that was crazy. That. Yeah, and then she was, was it was her. And I was like, yo, what? That was I love that experience. because it was a twist to a twist, you know? Right. Yeah, and then it was like, like oh, twist. She, it was like, twist. This bitch like, had the cops called already, and she was just pretending to be nice. Double twist. Like, oh, actually, psych. Like, you thought you knew what was going on? No, you don't. I think the part that really sealed it was that part in the plane wherever, like, she's just talking to the Red Guardian, like, just like shit talking them. Like, whenever they're flying up to it, because yeah. it, like, they very well could have just cut that scene out because it wasn't super important. They could have just shown him getting knocked out and waking up in the prison, you know? Yeah. Right. But they chose to include that little bit of moment just so you know, like, it's for reals, you know? Yeah. And then, like you said earlier about the family stuff, it's just, the family dynamic was just, like, incredible. Like, I, could, I could watch them all day. For family. <laughs> But that's all uh, of you that's shut up, guys. That's, that's, that's not fair. I didn't say anything. Yeah, it's Edward's. <laughs> oh, whoops. Sorry. I felt like I was talking so long that, like, I don't know. The time was really. Yeah, shut up, Noah. I know. I need to stop talking. <laughs> it's Edward's time to shine. What you, ladies and gentlemen, like to give your ratings one to ten? Sorry, what? I thought you had Wait, one more. I you said, yeah. What? No, I was just. No, because earlier you said, oh, yeah, come back to me. Oh yeah, for the con, but oh. I already I already talked about it Whoops. earlier. Whenever I was like, "Hey, uh, shit, what was I talking about?" Sorry, earlier? I'm a little <laughs> mental. I don't even remember what I was like talking it's... bad about earlier, but I already got my second one out there. It's fine. All right, guys. All right, we'll, so we'll rotate, waiting. Anthony. So you go first. Um, I'm gonna give it a nut. All right. Nine point five if I could, but we don't do half half scores. <laughs> See, this is the one time that I wish I could do a half score too, because I'm between an eight point five and a nine. 
Because if we could do half points, it would be a solid 8.5. But since we don't, I'm going to go ahead and round up. Yes, because sir. I feel like this movie deserves a roundup. So I'll give it a nine. I would give it a nine, but I'm giving it an eight just because I feel. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like, yeah, someone fucking was about to run over here. <laughs> Beat my ass. I, I just bumped into my desk. <laughs> that was mind. great timing. <laughs> no, okay, but I give it an eight just because. Like I said earlier, the consequences were heavily weighed down. What? Yeah. That's you can't Yes I can. <laughs> but that's not like going off the movie itself. That's just the timing of when it was released. Yes, it is because it weighs down the movie. For me. For me personally. All it's right. still an eight good fair. movie. Honestly, I would Nick argue that the seven five. I honestly did. liked the post credit scene at the end and I feel like that kinda helped me round it up. Like, it helped me kind of ignore the timing of it. Oh, I liked it, too. But remember what we were saying earlier? How, like, since it connected to the show, like, you had to watch the show? Yeah, but <laughs> since I did watch the show, I was like, all right, that's sick. But Anthony was like, hey, yo, who's that woman? <laughs> who's that woman? <laughs> no, that's not who I asked. I asked how she died, okay? I didn't care who the woman was, because I was going to figure that out regardless. <laughs> okay. It's fine. You do need to watch Loki, though. It's, like, really important. Oh, well. So, oh, never mind. We'll talk, I'll talk about this afterwards. That's it, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Take it away, Penny. We have heard your cries and are excited to announce that our new merch line available at merch.streamelements.com slash the hooligan hangout. Say, so y'all go say it out. again. Say it again. I don't think they heard the link. Yeah. Merch dot the whole thing. Yeah. Merch.streamelements.com slash the hooligan hangout. That. So go check it out. There's some cool stuff on there. And it will right. be updated with, every season. Sorry, go ahead. And with that said, as awkward as possible. Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed our pod, make sure to follow and review to be notified when we post new episodes. And guys, and our finale is coming up. So you will definitely want to be tuned in for that. Two episodes of the finale. You do. And we're going to be pushing out some new content. So while you're at it, if you want to hear us talk about something other than movies on here, check out our YouTube channel, um, our new TikTok, at The Hooligan Hangout, and be looking on our Instagram page that's linked down below. And remember, say hi to your moms moms for us. Oh, I was going to say, why didn't you say that last part? But I guess I kind of said it.